Do you like books? Well, so do we. So let's talk about them. This is Pages and Pages. Pages and Pages. Welcome to Pages and Pages, where two best friends talk about all things books. That's Sophia. And that's Morgan. Welcome to episode eight. Woo! Ha ha! Consistency. <laughs> yeah, look at, we're recording every week, so this is very exciting. Yeah. I'm proud of us. You and me both. Yeah. I never thought we would, you know, continue to keep doing it every week. Yeah. Today's topic is all the fun bookish merchandise. Yay, book merchandise. Merchandise. I don't know how to talk today. Talking is difficult. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are excited. We have lots of... Well, do you have a lot of book merchandise? Um, I feel like I have less than you. Yeah. But ever growing. Proud of you. Thanks. But first... We're going to do what we always do and talk about the things that we've read. So, okay. I just want to put this. I feel like, I'm sorry. Okay. Every time I do this, I'm like, oh, I haven't read very much. You know, I've only read two books. Right. We record every week. Yeah. Two books in a week is a very lot. good. Yeah. So I don't know what my problem is. It's like a hundred books a year if yeah. you read two. Right. I don't know what my problem is. Well, and you know, I think the first couple times we recorded, we were... Um, we, we spaced it out a bit. That's true. And so maybe there was like a couple weeks or even longer. Yeah. Um, between recording. So it was like, of course we were naming off like eight books because it had sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we mentioned quite a few books because we were spacing them out more. Yeah. Because we were busy and. Yeah. Life got in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that we're <laughs> consistently that recording on, you know, potentially Wednesday and then posting yeah. the following Tuesday. Right. Um, it's, it's just, it definitely just taking the up. pressure off. Just like, as I was editing, I'm like, Morgan, two books in a week is really good. Why are you complaining? Why are you complaining <laughs> that you're in a slump? Like, shut up. <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> I just didn't notice it when I was saying it. Right. And then going back and listening to it, I'm like, wow, you're dumb. Right. But, but I mean, we know, we personally know yeah. people. Right. Who, who read, read several books. Hundreds of books. A year. A year. Yeah. 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 So what have you been reading, Sophia? All right. So I have finished three books. Wow. The first one I'm going to name off is the one that I finished this morning. Nice. That has taken me, I started it July 7th. Mm-hmm. It is A Court of Silver Flames, <gasps> which is <laughs> number four in A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mess. How'd you, how'd you like it? I loved it. It's so good. It was so good. I gave it five stars, of course. Of course. And the reason it took me so long, for those who are, I don't know, new listeners, is um, I had it, uh, came up, the whole came up on Brit, on Bridges Overdrive, I checked it out, and um, it expired before I could finish reading it, and Truly I got sad. mad. Yeah, and I got yeah. mad, and I was like, I'm not gonna buy it, and then I bought it. Then <laughs> you bought it. Then oh, I bought dang it. dang it. Uh, can you want to name one that you've read? Uh, so I've read two, and there are two books that we have read. Yes, and those are the other two books on my yes. list. So we can just go, just jump right in there, also, buddy. I just, I have a gripe with Bridges Overdrive. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Okay, because I hate waiting. I'm impatient. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things I don't like about Overdrive and Bridges in general, or whatever, is waiting for audiobooks. Because I want to listen to... 
uh, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, put it on hold just to see what it is. I'm number 466 in length. I won't see that book in 2021. Uh, maybe even 2022 and all that is But I mean, how many are, copies are there? There are 36 copies. Yeah. But number 466 is bonkers. Hey, you want to hear something funny? What? I'm 467. <laughs> I'm ahead of you. <laughs> By one. <sighs> you mentioned it and I was like, oh, that would be good to read it. Yeah, I want to hear him. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, great. Glad, then, glad we agree on that. <laughs> and then I wanted to listen to uh, The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. Mm-hmm. Guess what number I'm on. Just, just guess. 600. 613. <laughs> so you went from 466 to 613. On, on 45 copies. Even more copies. I'm not... And it's, it's almost insane. like, is it worth being on the wait list? Because I'm never, I'm never going to get it. Mm-mm. It's just taking up a spot because you only allowed a certain number of holds. It, it, it's yeah. very frustrating. I'm frustrated. I'm not on that one. I, I will probably end up purchasing that audio if I wanted to read well, it. Well, I don't... And I don't want to subscribe because I, I was on Audible subscription and then I wasn't listening to them. So I was like, okay, we'll just cancel it. But now I'm getting more back into audiobooks and I'm like, do I have to get Audible again? I want to stop supporting Jeff, Mr. Bezos, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't because it, I, I want to listen to audiobooks and I don't know any other way. Well, isn't there Libro, Libro FM? I don't know exactly what that is, but I oh, haven't downloaded. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Um, I think they, you can buy them and then it supports independent bookstores. Yes. I forgot about that one. Aha! I'm here for you. I'll write it down. Click that pen. <laughs> hey, bro. Okay, so, you know. Back into the books. I said that I'm frustrated. I completely understand. That's insane. Well, um, yeah, they're way too expensive to buy. Just out of the blue. So I just... Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I'm upset. I understand. So the first book I want to mention is our book club book for August. Mm-hmm. Our book club through the library. Uh, it's called The Life We Bury by Alan Eskins. Yes. I want to know how you found this book or what, how, how, why did you pick this book for our book club? So I have this thought about every book that you pick. Is So this one how? specifically yeah. was a multiple copy um, stack that another library didn't want anymore and they gave them to our library for free okay so i got it i looked it up i looked up the synopsis i was like that's a good book club i'll get it so i got it i put it in our system put it on the shelf and then i was like we should probably read this free book club set that i got from another library (laughs) probably probably so gotcha I just added it to our list. I like it. Yeah. So I... Uh, other, the rest of the time, it's just like, la, la, la. <laughs> just pulling out of a hat. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll talk more about book club specifically yeah. next week for right. our book club uh, episode. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, this, so this story follows Joe Talbot. Talbot? Yeah. He is... Talbot, yeah. Talbot. Okay, Talbot. There we go. I knew it was something with a T. 
Um, he is a college student. He has a really rough family life. His mom is uh, an alcoholic, like a raging alcoholic. A very neglectful mother. Been just crappy his whole life. He doesn't know his dad. Yes. And uh, she's like mentally abusive. Yeah, she's horrible. Oftentimes physically abusive yes. as well. He has a young, uh, an older brother. Um, he is on the autism spectrum. And he lives with his mom while Joe is trying to get an education in college. In Minnesota, which was fun. We live in Iowa. Minnesota. I knew all the places they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like the cities and stuff. And Joe, for a class, has to interview somebody, get their, uh, write a biography. And he somehow happens upon this, like, nursing home, mm-hmm. and ends up talking to a guy named Carl. Carl Iverson, I believe his name yep. is. And finds out Carl is a convicted rapist and murderer who was in jail for 30 years, and now he's in this nursing home because he's dying of cancer. And Joe gets to know him and here's a story and it turns out into an investigation yeah i'm trying to look up the synopsis of it Uh on goodreads Uh it's in another language so i'm super excited about that (laughs) that is uh yeah yeah i mean everything else in the page is english i think i I got it i think i'm getting you're getting it i'm sorry Um, i was just gonna try to help you out a little and it um yeah it turns into this wild goose chase of Figuring out, you know, who actually, if someone, if it wasn't Carl, who committed this murder. Because this man is a war veteran. Yeah, he, he's decorated. Yeah. He's, he's got a genuinely a, nice guy. Yeah, like the nicest old man. Yeah. And he's dying of cancer. And he's like, this. he just... Yeah. It, it was really good. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. And, and, and another thing... Um, that's really nice about it is that it takes place in Minnesota, mm-hmm. which is not far from here, and right. then a smidgen Iowa, mm-hmm. and uh, that's another reason that it's a good uh, book club choice. Yeah, I love that. I just think <laughs> there's some I don't know. As an Iowan, I love anytime Iowa is mentioned in anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like they mentioned Des Moines in the Olympics, and we lose our gosh darn mind. Yeah, we're like, yay! <laughs> you know, we're here. Fun. We like, are here. Nothing Woo. ever happens here, but yay, we're mentioned. And, <laughs> like, I don't know if other states or, like, city people have that, but uh, I, that just makes me so happy when I was, like, recognized for something. That's not terrible. Right? Yeah. It's not terrible. <laughs> like, I had to put that in there. Yeah. Because <laughs> then if it's terrible, I'm like, I don't live there. Just, <laughs> just sheer denial. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I do read a lot of thrillers, or, like, I try. So I did kind of figure out who did it early on. Yep. It's kind of, I don't know, like as soon as they mention these people, I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And it, you kind of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit that these two college students do all, like they just, like what? <laughs> right. Like how could... But I mean, like the the case that they reopened took place in the eighties. Yeah, so there was no DNA, you know, no internet, no internet. I mean, I don't know how anyone solved any crimes back then because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the police work had it just been, I don't know. Right, and that's yeah. how they treated it. Was uh, yeah, pretty. He's cut the and neighbor. Dry. He was. She drunk said he was creepy something. in yeah. her 
diary. Right. He, he freaking did it. It obviously was him. Yeah. Like, there was not much police work into this case whatsoever. And Joe takes an interest in it, and all of a sudden, it you know, he solves the case. And it just, oh, it was yeah, really good. Was. Yeah. I do want to mention as well, because I know we're going to talk about this mm-hmm. when our book club meets. Mm-hmm. But something to mention at book club as well, this is the first book in a series. I was going to tell you that because I, I discovered that when I was looking on Goodreads. So I was like, wait a minute. It says Joe Talbert number one. I was like, what? Yeah. The second book, uh, The Shadows We Hide. Hide. Yep. Joe works for the AP. Like he works for the Associated Press and he solves the murder of his father that he never knew. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and I marked it as to read. I'm going to find it. I'm going to read it because I really want to read it. <laughs> I really want to read it too. And this was this was his debut novel. Really? hmm Wow. Yeah. So I, I've never... That's the thing I like about book club too. I would never have heard of this book or this author before ever. And now I'm like, I kind of love it. You're welcome. <laughs> Sophia. Well, that happened with another uh, author we found out in uh, book club too, and now we're all kind of obsessed. I mean, I haven't read any other books, but by her. But which one? Jenny Colgan. Oh yeah, and we have a ton of her books at the library now. Yeah. So we will talk more about <laughs> our book, book club next week. Episode. Yes, next week. Yeah. So that was I really liked that one. I think I gave it like four. Well, you can't, you can't give half star reviews on Goodreads, which is dumb. Yeah, and you can only um, give up to five. Right. So I gave it four, but it would have been like a 4.5. Yeah. I, I really had fun. Mm-hmm. I listened to audiobook. Me too. The narrator was a little boring. He was boring I don't, in the beginning, but I just kind of got used to it. Like you said, you got See? used to it. And <laughs> then I kind of liked you. him. And I was like, yeah, that's Joe. That's Joe. It's exactly. Just, you, know, you know Joe. Yeah, Joe's just telling the story. Yeah, Joe's just sitting here talking about his alcoholic mom and the girl he likes next door and... And taking care of his brother. Taking care of his brother, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeremy. I think so. You can't look at the Goodreads. It's in another language. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. It's very, don't know very what, weird. Don't know what, what language that is. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that was a good book. I liked it. I enjoyed it as well. It is also won several awards... Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Barry Award for Best Paperback Original, Anthony Award for Best First Novel, ITW Thriller Award for Best First Novel, hmm. Edgar Award for Best First Novel, Minnesota Book Award for Genre Fiction. Wow. All in 2015. So it's a little older, but... Yeah. It huh. came out in 14, but October 14. So not, not bad. Right. The other book that we both read... Um, um, it is Anyway the Wind Blows, number three in the Simon Snow series by Rainbow Rowell. One of our most anticipated books of the year. Yes. My, we, my most anticipated yeah, book Yeah, we of the really year. like Rainbow Rowell in general. Yeah, and I love the Simon Snow series. Carry On is, I, it, I don't know, listen back to what episode two. I'm pretty sure it's in my top ten books. I think it is in your top ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love Simon and Baz. Mm-hmm. Simon and Baz are... Just, they give me life. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. So what do you think? So, okay. I don't want to just oh, be... Gosh. Okay. You don't want to be negative. Right. I like the series. I mean, the second book was like, meh, meh. but it's, sec- you know, f- suffers from second book syndrome. Yes. Um, 
If you haven't heard of Carrie, I mean, this uh, Simon is it's a wizard. <laughs> yeah, in <laughs> England. In England. I don't even remember how, how do you describe them. How, how, do you, um, how would you describe this book series? It's, Simon Snow was the chosen one. He was always told he was the chosen one. He was an orphan. Then, you know, Baz was his arch enemy. His best friend was Penelope. His girlfriend was Agatha. That's all Simon knew. And then they go back for their last year of school. You know, this is book one. They go back for their last year of school and Baz isn't there. And Simon is worried because he's his enemy and he's looking for him everywhere and he can't find him. But is that obsession because he thinks he's scheming or, or because, because he, he cares? Oh. Him. <laughs> he wants to kiss him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What is that, Miss Congeniality? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also that. one of the best movies ever. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, and so the second book, they go to America, they go on a big trip. Right, because in the first one, Simon has to battle this big evil, what's it called, the humdrum? The humdrum, the insidious humdrum. The insidious humdrum, and then, you know, things happen, obviously, the second book is kind of recovering from that big fight at the end, obviously, and then they they go to America because they need to take a break. And yeah, and they need here. to check on Agatha because she's not messaging them back. And Ooh, yeah, uh, Agatha. And <laughs> not like Agatha yeah, whatsoever. They find American vampires. Yeah. It's this whole thing. They run into this kid, Shepard. And, and Simon and Baz just don't... They're not... They don't... They're not on the same wavelength. Not, yeah, no, not at all. Because Simon has been two. told his whole life that he is the chosen one. Yeah. And suddenly, and he always knew, he, he always thought he would die in a ball of fire. He wasn't going to get a future. And then suddenly he gets a future and he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's lost. Mm-hmm. And depressed. He was a depressed little bean He's in book He's a depressed two. little dragon bean. Little dragon bean. <laughs> He's got dragon wings in book two. Yeah. Well, in book three. And so yeah. now book three, they come back to England mm-hmm. and kind of deal with the repercussions. And there's also a, a weird plot line, I think, of these chosen one kind of cults. Yeah, there's a cult because Simon was the chosen one. And now people are like, well, there's their other new chosen one. Yeah. Smith, what was his name? Smith, Smith Richards. Yeah, which is the dumbest thing I've heard in my entire life. <laughs> so dumb. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I love the characters of this book. I love, yeah. you know, I love Simon and Baz. Shepard, Penny. Shep- I don't like Agatha, but like Agatha grew on me in this She's book. She's there, yeah. Um, she grew on me in the second book, too. Yeah, Shepard really grew on me. I love Penny and I love Shepard in, yeah. in this We're book. We're here for it. But... To me, like in book two, Simon and Baz's relationship kind of took a back burner as Simon's trying to deal with, you know, depression and trying to figure out who he is. Yes. And Baz wasn't going to pressure him. Right. Which was great. Yeah. And in book three, you know, she flipped the script entirely. And I'd say like 75% of this book is Simon and Baz. Yes. You know, back together. But uh, a lot of their interactions... Made me uncomfortable. Yep. For, and this is a young adult series. Yes. 
like there are very sexual interactions mm-hmm. in a in this young adult book, and I don't just don't think that's appropriate. Correct. But like it's not a new adult book; it is a young adult book. Right. It's marketed young adult, and I just think that these types of interactions that they're having, and I would feel this way regardless if they're gay, if they're straight. Oh yeah. I, I don't For, want that to oh, be a thing that anyone no. would think. Yeah. That. I didn't even. I didn't even think. I know. Yeah. I know. But if anyone who doesn't know us, like, is that's true. This, that's I, true. I would, I would think that regardless of who they are. Right. Um, yeah. If it, yeah. It's just, it's not, it, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it's needed. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. There was that part that I texted you yeah. and I said, hey, have you gotten to this scene yet? And you said no. And I said, let me know when you do. Yeah, because it's. It was awkward. The wording was awkward. weird. It takes you out of the story. Yeah. It's just, it's it's not needed. I like, just don't did. make it that intimate. We're well, literally in like, uh, we're at a grave site. Please don't make it intimate. Like, it's right. really weird. And I'm one who's always preaching for more like making it okay in young adult books to talk about sex because yes. obviously teenagers have sex mm-hmm. and make it, ed- edu- like not educational, but like, you know, try to teach Normalize it. Normalize it. It's but not this. Yeah. was just weird. Yeah. Yep. And just a lot of Simon's thoughts mm-hmm. regarding sex and like around Baz sexually just made me uncomfortable. Yep. And were weird. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't. I I was just. I, I did not like that. Like at all. yeah, it coughed me. It, it was like la 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 boom, and I was like caught off guard, and then it was back to normal again. Yeah. Like, like, it was, like, a random word or a couple sentences, and it was, like, why are these here, or why are they this lewd? Like, it was, like, a couple yeah. things were a little lewd. Right. And, and we're not prudes. No, we're not I'm, prudes. I'm, I'm, we've talked about <laughs> reading monster porn on this freaking podcast. You know the book, the kind of books Sorry. that I read. I know, but I'm just, like, but those you, are adult you, books. Yeah, these are adult, those are adult books that I read, yes. marketed and for adults. Yes. This is a young adult book. This mm-hmm. is weird. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like Rainbow Rowell just uh, took it too far. Yeah. I mean, granted, there, pour- are, there is a lot. There's like six years between Carry On and right. Book Three. Yeah. Anyway, the Wind Blows. Um, in, in our time, obviously in their time, it's only been like a year and a half or right. something like that. Right. So they're still teenagers. Right. Yeah. Well, they're 20. Right, right. They're 20, yeah, right. But the audience is still, you're writing to a young adult. Yes. Number one is, these are kids. Right. And I get it, they're adults now. But it just, the, it was, it, it, yeah, the voice changed. Yeah, it just felt, it just felt weird. Like, it didn't feel authentically like Simon and Baz. It just felt like she was, like, I, I don't know... And I, I love Rainbow. Yeah. I don't know if she got, like, a lot of flack for not, you know, bringing a lot of Simon and Baz's relationship in yeah. book two and tried to just do too much. Because it felt like too much. And it was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. quite sure. So that was one of, the, was one of the biggest things that I did not like about this book. Yes. I still gave it four stars. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite. There's another thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Um, it was ra- around Agatha. And yeah. this new relationship. I feel like we're just ragging on this book. Well, I mean, I'm a. I, this, I I'm can't upset. help. I can't we're help. These are my opinions. Yes, you're um, right. You're right. Yeah, that there's a new character introduced in this book. 
which is, you know, totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like there was a relationship in this, between this new character and Agatha that was forced yeah. and not needed. Very sudden. Yeah. It, there was no, like, real development up to this romantic relationship that they have. Yep. And I don't think it was necessary whatsoever. Right. Like, they could have, div- like... I think it would have been more... I'm sorry. No, you're fine. More meaningful if they would have remained friends. They were... I don't know if it's getting too spoilery. But they were two people who weren't friends when they went to school together. Yeah. So I think it would have been more impactful if they would have come together and been friend, like closer friends right and, and then maybe adults at, now maybe now in the epilogue like by the way we're you know our relationship is might you know right. might have potential or something right. like that it just felt like the way that it ended it ended before the epilogue before you know at the end of their relationship in this book like it just didn't feel necessary at all yep it's just you know, sprinkle that in. Okay. Right. And it just didn't feel, like, authentic for Agatha. The right. way that Agatha's, I guess, portrayed, I don't know, the, the way I gathered to be Agatha to be. Yeah. I like the way that she, her character in general progressed. Yes. In this book. But it just, I just did not like. Yes. I did, I did all. appreciate her, um, closure. Right. Um, at the end of the series. Yes. And I know, because I had read some reviews that people were like, well, everyone gets their own happy ending. But I would have liked it better if Agatha's didn't include that romantic relationship to show that you don't need, like, romance to have a happy ending. Because her and Simon were romantically involved. Yeah. In in school. Right. And she didn't... Yeah, you don't need, like you said, a romantic relationship to be happy. Yeah. You don't. I just wish that would have been different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. So those are my Although breaks. I do love Shepherd and Penny. Like, can we talk about Shepherd, Shepherd and Penny? Shepherd and Penny. Okay, I'm sorry. If you don't re- haven't read this book or don't know this series, we're very skip, sorry. Yeah, skip, skip ahead a couple minutes. Skip, but we, we really like, we, we're big fans. I, I didn't know what to think of Shepherd in book two. I liked him, but I was kind of confused by him. Yeah, like, okay, buddy. Like, okay, you're kind of odd. And I love Penny. Penelope is like... I love her character. She's she's my favorite. Yeah. Next to Baz. Baz is my my boy. <laughs> my favorite goth broody vampire. Um, <laughs> I I don't know if I just relate a lot to Penny, but yeah, her her and and Shepard's development. Yeah. Is so cute. And I, it just, went like, so good, and yeah. like there was good writing there. Right. Yeah. Good development in their like, characters individually, and then them together. Just felt yes. really authentic. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And the relationship, like with her mom and her dad, and with Shepard, was just super cute. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed I, that storyline. Yes. And so, I know that I I had read also somewhere that this book was mostly character driven and not plot driven, which I would agree with because it's like, but their plot was great. Their you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love I love reading their chapters. They mm-hmm. were my favorite. Same. Um. But like the overall, yeah, these these this the chosen one plot, I just didn't. Yeah, I was kind of like over we already it. we already had a chosen yeah, one. Yeah, and I knew like it obviously wasn't gonna be a thing. I don't know. I just yeah. I was kind of over it. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, even though we've said you know a lot of negatives. Yeah. But I mean that's not the whole book. 
It's right. not the whole series. Right. I do recommend the series. Absolutely. Um, at the very least, the first book. It's yeah. just good. If you just don't want to continue on, you don't have to. <laughs> you can just read the first one. But, yeah. I mean, they're worth it in overall. Yeah. Like, they're a fun but go read. ahead and just read the first book. Just read the first yeah. book and yeah. tell me what you think. Yeah. Reach out to us on Instagram. <laughs> Send us a DM. Yeah. We'll check them. No big deal. Yeah. So right. those are the books that I read. And... They were kind of the on on different spectrums of this and my that? like yeah my like and dislike yeah yeah I understand I told you I had a lot of thoughts about it and I was you they, you wrote it down I did I had to write them down because I had to make them sound decent yeah not you know? not raging right you know, you I don't wanted to, I wanted to get my thoughts out in a way that were cohesive <laughs> yeah I understand yeah. Where, where, I just question, where are you at on your reading goal of, for the year? Oh, I'm so sorry. Let, no, I'm just let curious. Us, I haven't looked yet either. Let us uh, cut out audio for a second so that we can look do, this up. Do. All right, you ready for this? Yes. Where All are right. you at? Because you were So my far. reading goal is 60 for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I have read 54. Oh, my God. And I am 18 books ahead of schedule. Oh, my God, Sophia. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, bud. Oh my god. That's a lot. It just just doesn't seem like that much. But then when I start scrolling through, I'm like, wow. Wow. I've read a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's way more than the average person. Yes. Yeah. Which is why you were like, why are we complaining? Right. Why are we complaining? We've read a lot of books. A lot of good books. So at one point, I was even with my schedule. It said, you're on track. Because I think I went through like two months where I hardly read anything. Yes. Because I was moving and went on vacation, et cetera, et cetera. But now I'm back up to three books. <gasps> Look at I'm you. very proud of myself. <laughs> I've read 51 out of 80 books. Nice. So I'm, I'm on track. I'm, I'm only there. a couple books ahead of you for the year. Yeah. I, I'm surprised I was that far ahead. That's pretty great. Yeah. Who knows? I might even read 80 this year. I bet you will. <laughs> I bet you I won't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think right. you're going to read more than 60. Uh, yes, for sure. Since it's August and you're almost done. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna look you. Like four months to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, would you like to discuss today's topic? Yeah. So, I have been subscribed to a lot of book boxes over the past six years seven years probably i don't know how long it's been but then you you know through those boxes you not only get a special edition but you also get a shit ton of stuff yes which introduced me to bookish like merchandise because i had i mean before i found these subscription boxes i had no clue Mm -hmm. i had um there wasn't really i mean there was an online book community but i was not a part of it I had, uh, right. I didn't even know probably Goodreads existed, and mm-hmm. I was still reading Nicholas Sparks books, and <laughs> not that those aren't valid, but, like, you can read Nicholas but Sparks if you want. But you from there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to you, that was your beginning of... Yeah. Yeah. So now, I feel like all my decorations are bookish. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah. What a fantastic aesthetic. Right. But then, yeah, it's like, okay, you need to calm down. <laughs> Never. My favorite are bookish candles. I am obsessed. Do you burn them? Well, because I know we got, we each got the One Last Stop and Red, White, and Royal Blue 
unplugged books book box f- in June. Supposed to be in June. We got it in July. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it came with two candles. One is red, white, and royal blue themed, and the other is one last stop themed. Mm-hmm. And it was one of them looks like. Um, like a little pancake, like a little pancake with butter on it. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't want to burn, burn that. I know. Because then once you burn it, it's gone. Right, but at least you have the container. But still, right, I don't want to burn it. So I don't. So I. So you nor- you don't normally burn them. I'm pointing to my bookcase. Yep. There's that little tote that's full of little, like the little jars. <laughs> They're of like little unburnt candles. Yeah, of unburnt candles because I don't. Have room to just like keep display all these little tiny candles that you get because in these book subscription boxes you don't get like a full size candle. No, you know like you get these little three four ounces, like, like an ounce tin. Oh yeah, there you go. And so then I just accumulate them and I don't burn them, so I just have them in a tote over there in a little cubby. Memories. So I've discovered a a, a shop that I really like recently. I found them on Instagram because one of my mutual Instagram. People, you know, we follow each other or whatever. Uh, she reps for them. So they will send her free products in exchange for her posting pictures and stories with those products. And she posted pictures of these candles. And I just, there's something about the label and the font that just gets me. And I don't know, I, I just love bookish candles because you take this book and these characters and you match a scent to these like characters i think that's awesome in like an art form it's called wiccan they're called wiccan jane i'm obsessed i i just love the way they look i pre-ordered some for the fall when they had a fall sale i have one i'm a this is one i'm afraid to burn but um it's like a grisha candle (laughs) and it'll and it'll burn it gave you a random candle and it'll burn a color to let you know which order you belong in oh that's so cute but i'm afraid to burn it because once you burn it it's like you know you burn it's burned yeah but i want to know what color it is but i just i don't want (laughs) to i'm the corporal key i know it yeah so i'm afraid yeah but it's just so cool i just love i love bookish candles i have so many sarah j mass candles and i just oh they're them. just so great. Yeah, especially when, like, a, uh, an author will mention a certain scent, like, they think that character smells like, like, oh, they smell like pine or sandalwood or something. Right. And then you get a candle that smells like that, and you're like, ooh, is this the character I'm smelling? <laughs> it was so funny, though, because when I was in high school, my friend and I were obsessed with this book series um, by Sherilyn Kenyon, um, and these characters were always described as, you know, oh, he smells like blah, 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 and sandalwood. And we were like, what's sandalwood? And then we, like, one time went to, like, Yankee Candle <laughs> and got, each got these huge sandalwood like one of those candles. big ones. <laughs> yeah. And just give it a, a big old sniff, and you're like, oh, no, we just <gasps> bought them. Oh. <laughs> Not only did we go to Yankee Candle to smell these this sandalwood. Them. took them home. Bought them. <laughs> just because of that character? That's yeah. adorable. <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. <laughs> Thanks. Like resand, I think is described as smelling like the sea and like citrus. Ooh. So then, obviously, if you're gonna get a candle that's inspired by resand, from a court in thorns of court of you know the court of uh yeah thorns, thorns of roses, roses series by, by Sarah J. Mass. 
You're gonna get that. It's just gonna. You're like, ah, it smells like him. Mm. Well, okay, cause okay, yeah. sorry. Bring it <laughs> back. Suddenly, that brings me back to Carry On. Mm-hmm. And some t- one time after Carry On was written, someone said uh, Rainbow had hinted at something on Twitter or whatever it was, and someone had tweeted back and said, uh, "Do I smell a a sequel?" And she tweets back and goes, "What would that sound? What would that smell like? Bergamot and butter?" Oh yeah, because that's right. <laughs> Simon always would. Simon would be the one who smelled like butter, and Baz would be the one who smelled like bergamot. So mm-hmm. I just like, what is what does bergamot smell? I had to figure out what bergamot was. I didn't I realize. Don't it, think I know what it smells it's like, like a citrus. Oh, to me it sounds like it's like a fruit, like a flower, like flowery or like mm-hmm. old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but in the books he describes him as you know when he would get done showering he would smell like um, bergamot. Cause if he, I don't know how he didn't know that he liked him. I he was so obsessed with him. It's just so cute. Anyway, that's also a lot of book three too. They're like, how do we not? Like, how do we just not make out with each other all the time? Like, right. Oh, like what pressure. wasted time yeah, sharing a room together for so many years. <laughs> Jesus. What other book merchandise do you like, Sophia? Okay, so one of the first things of, like, book-related items. So, like, when I'm thinking of book merchandise, I'm thinking of, like, anything, like, you can get, like, as a knick-knack at Barnes & Noble or um, something to help you with reading of a book. And one of the first... I had a friend in high school. Her and I were obsessed with books. And one of the first gifts she gave me... um, that was book related was a book thong and she's she was like so excited to give it this to me and it's not what you think okay because the look on my face is very confused like my eyebrows are to the ceiling it's literally like a a piece of like a leather cord with beads on each end and it's a bookmark oh but she was like a piece it's of a undergarments <laughs> Right, but she called it a book thong. Don't call it a book thong. <laughs> I think she got it from like Barnes and Noble don't, or something like that. Don't, and that's don't, what it was called. Don't. Well, it's like when people call flip flops thongs. Right, I think they call them thongs in like other countries. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> don't call it a thong. <laughs> Do what you want. Right. I oh, I forgot I love bookmarks. Yeah. I have I know a lady who collects bookmarks and I, and we make bookmarks for our book club book every month we do. and we have people well, not me, but like <laughs> but like at the library yeah. we do for all of our book clubs they're very cute I love them so yeah. much and there are people in our book club that collect them every month and there yeah. are people in the other book clubs that collect them every month that's so cute I wish Thanks, I did Chris. <laughs> I I lose them so yeah mm-hmm. yeah well it doesn't count for you then but other people do like them <laughs> I have. Uh, this month's right here. Aww. See? It's cute. I wanted to show you proof. Yes. Like, so me, I have two things of bookmarks. So I have one next to, oh, oopsies. Oh, God. Oh, no. I spilled my pop. It's, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. It's just on my hand. I'm going to wipe my, I'm just going to wiggle your just gonna wiggle my hand. Um, bookmarks. I put a container next to where I sit on the couch. Full of bookmarks because I wanted them handy for when I'm reading. You just stick one right and in your Kindle. Boop, boop. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I want them handy, and I have more bookmarks in my other bedroom, my second bedroom. 
Do I have my my spare the book room? This my book. Well, the yes. book room. There's a bed in there now. The book room it was put together. No, but it's in there. <laughs> the book room. The book room has a bed. <laughs> I also want to get a beanbag chair just for some, I don't know. That's exciting. Nostalgia purposes. I don't know. <laughs> but I just, I love, I love everything. Like bookmarks. I just, I love putting like quotes on them. People put quotes or like fan art or I just, I'm a fan. They're just so cute. They're an easy, like small way to express like any sort of fandom or, you know, whatever. And just like a little tiny, whoop, 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 you know? Yes. A company I really like is called nerdy ink they make these like velvety like the the smoothest bookmarks i know it's weird but like the texture is really nice yeah what it's like a mat let's see if i have an example in this little pouch uh no i don't there's a lot of different textures like that's hard yeah that is hard this is a uh, I'm just like here are all these examples. <laughs> this is all the same company. Yeah, those are all the same company. Uh, this one's handmade from a friend of mine. No. Oh yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. But then someone I also follow on um, Instagram, she makes these little corner. Oh, ones. that's cute. Yeah, she makes these by hand. They're they're little like Kimberly pocket Fay. squares. Kimberly, Kimberly Faye, I love her. Uh, yeah, they're like little, they flip, they slip over the corner of the book and they're little, these little pockets. That is, they're super cute. It looks like a little coaster almost. It's, it does. It definitely looks like a coaster. Also, bookish fabric. coasters. It's made out of fabric too. Like this is a metal one. Look, look at how gorgeous that is. I know no, like you guys can't see this, but I'm just, I just continue to hand Sophie all these different <laughs> bookmarks. Oh, this my is little, so cool though. My little thing. Yeah. Do you remember what this one's from? I don't. Okay, that's cool. Sorry. It's okay. It's just very Greek. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's not probably what you're thinking. I actually finished a reread of Song of Achilles today, so it reminds me of of that, which wasn't on my list of finished oh, books. But excuse me, ma'am, you read it. You should talk about it. That's true. I'm so sorry. Um, but I was standing in my kitchen, um, cooking uh, and crying. Um, <laughs> that should again. be a podcast: cooking and crying. <laughs> Trademarking it, don't steal it. <laughs> Trademark. It's our next project, cooking and crying. So there's that. Sorry, I'm making myself laugh. Oh my god. But that was a very Greek-inspired bookmark. Yeah. It reminded me of. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of bookmarks. You haven't read yet. <clears throat> yeah. I told you, I'm in a slump. But then also not really, but like kind of. I'm talking about it. Oh. Have you finished outlining it? Uh, no. <laughs> have I read any of it? No. You've read a smidge. Not from where I talked about it last. I have not like moved. I haven't, picked, I haven't picked it back up. That's okay. Yeah, it's still sitting over there looking at me. It is. I can see it. Yeah. I forgot to mention a book that I was currently reading. Should I Ooh. mention the book I'm currently reading? Yeah. I'm between books right now, so. Okay. I pick up my Kindle because it's on my Kindle. I talked about it before. It is. I got an advanced reader's copy unsolicited by the way from atria books the charm offensive by allison cochran yes dude you're gonna love this book yeah a hundred percent that's the one about the um the guy who goes on the bachelor and he falls in love with the producer it's freaking so good man it's so good 
Yay! You're gonna you're gonna absolutely love it. I'm, I'm so like seventy percent through. I want to sc- scream about it to everybody. It's oh my so gosh. good. I'm so Number excited. one, it's gay. Yes. And no, okay, it's wonderful. But it's also it has such good t- like represent like talks about um like OCD and having like um compulsions. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Yeah, compulsive, being compulsive. Um, and like clinical depression and kind of figuring out who you are, not just like, you know, as a person, but like, so this is written for millennials. Yes. And like, <laughs> like figuring out your, your sexual identity, like gender yeah, labels, because he, gender I norms. Mean, I mean, not giving way too much. He like goes into this. Right. But, and there's also some talk of like being asexual because he does, he's never been in the bachelor. Named Charlie. I love Charlie so much. He's never, he's never been in a relationship before. And so he goes on this show trying to... He's like, to, I'll, find, I'll find my one. He, he he got... He's like a really tech... He's really into tech. He started this company. I don't remember what the company's for, but it's very techy. And he got fired from it. From the company he from started. From the company he started because they didn't understand his um, like episodes that he has from OCD oh. and his anxiety. And so they're like, you're, you know, you're putting a, you're, we can't trust you to do this. Like we go, it, uh, I forget there's a certain they term They sound awful. Yeah. So they fired him. And so he's trying to go back on the show to get his reputation back up to yeah. get hired again from a, a job or whatever. And because that's what you go on these shows for to, you know, to PR, personal PR, PR. PR yeah. And to get more Instagram followers and whatever. Mm-hmm. And... So he, has, he doesn't really know who he is. He's never really had any romance whatsoever. And he goes on the show and he meets Dev. Or, and oh, Dev is just like the cute, oh God, it's just so good. Oh, Sophia, I'm so excited. It, it, and when does this book come out? September 7th. Okay. I I just, I want everyone to read it. I'm not even finished with it yet. I'm like 70% through. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. And I keep trying to read it, but I keep falling asleep because I'm so tired. Because I'm so busy. Because life or, is hard. Or I'm watching Love Island on TV. <laughs> and then that's a reality TV show that I can't stop watching. It's ridiculous. And I just, ah, oh, it's so good. It has my whole heart. I love it so much. I can already tell it's going to be one of my favorite books of the year. That's so exciting. And I just want to thank the random lady who emailed me this book through NetGalley. I don't know who she was, but she's great. <laughs> Please send me more. Please Thanks. send me more. I don't know who you are. I appreciate it. You got. You're looking. You're at looking. Me. You know me. You know my book choices apparently because this is so good. It's given me like such major red, white, and royal blue vibes. It's just oh, it's so good, Sophia. You're gonna love it. <sighs> I'm so excited. Yay. Sorry, I just had to talk about it. I can't believe I forgot to talk about it. How dare you as you just, like, grab your Kindle yeah, and, and I just shake, shake it, it because I'm so excited. So I have it on my phone, like, the Kindle app on my phone, and then, you know, my Kindle. So I'll read it when I'm, I got, like, a couple minutes. I'm like, oh, I'll just read this real quick. Where am I? Okay. Oh, what's happening? Okay. And it's just, it's so good. I'm so excited. Yep. Less than a month. Less than a month. I, I think I already pre-ordered the physical copy because I love it so much. I, want I might pre-order the audio book then. It's so good. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Because it's been on my want to read when you when you told me well, about it. Well, I mentioned it. it the first time, but yeah. now I'm actually reading it. And it's so good. Oh, it I makes it. me so happy. That's so exciting. Charlie and, and Dev are just... Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so good. Fantastic. Like it, just, like it almost makes me cry because the conversations that they have about 
like I don't personally have OCD, but I can I can relate a little to like some aspects, some aspects, and like a little bit to clinical depression because our poor just producer boy he is he deals a lot with depression and Charlie is just Who doesn't I know and he oh god but yeah it's really good that's so exciting yeah I can't wait anyway bookish stuff I do want to mention um so I, I think we're both avid book talkers like uh we have a lot of book talk content yeah and uh a person that came up on my book talk was, and I cannot remember her name, but she runs an online book loving store called My Secret Copy. Oh. And she's literally at My Secret Copy on TikTok. And she, her store, she has everything books, um, totes, pins, bookmarks, keychains, even, I think she even like has like cute little like book lover earrings. Cute, super adorable. She runs this out of her house, like out of her home. She does, and oh, it's just she thinks of every detail. She writes thank you notes. I think in every box, and she's super super fun. I love her TikToks just because it's just so fun watching her like satisfyingly cut these bookmarks right. out mm-hmm. on her. Um, mm-hmm her silhouette or cricket or whatever one she uses and i have this cute little pin that i got from her it's an enamel pin and it's arthur and it's oh, the little cute. library card yeah, one that i have you gave me that one for christmas yeah because I, I bought it for myself because yeah. i'm selfish <laughs> and um i saw it and i knew that we would both like it yes i also got that tote this is like straight out of the library yep yeah yeah i bought one for each of us um <laughs> And it's just super cute because it's like Arthur was always such a big promoter of libraries and reading and right. I just love it. So, and she has a, a ton of stuff, but she also sells magnets and things, um, oh, ooh, which magnets. I, I love magnets. like book related magnets. And that is my goal um, currently to fill there's a lot of like metal cabinets and filing cabinets and my desk is metal in my office and I want to cover it with book related magnets over my career. So I have time. Okay. But <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for any gift giving opportunities that come Thank in the you. future. And I just think any fun book stuff related mm-hmm. book merchandise right. in the form of a magnet. There's something just I love about yeah, magnets. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's the it's the, it's the impermanence because stickers True. are so. Why yes? Well, permanent. I love stickers. I stress out about where to put them. Yes. Because yeah, once you stick them, they're there forever. Exactly. And if that thing breaks or you have to get rid of it, what are yep. you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like I have, an Alex and Henry, sticker, from our unplugged books box from, Red White and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. And it is on the back of my laptop. Right. And I'm sad because what if I ever get rid of this brand new laptop right, that I right. have? In the future and it dies, you know, like it's going to do in the future. Right. There goes that sticker. Oh, yeah. So that sticker is currently just on my fridge being held up by magnets because I don't <laughs> want to take it to anything. So I'm afraid. But I do love stickers. Yes. Well, like I have a bunch on my old water bottle, yeah. but my water bottle broke. So now I can't use it, and I have all those fun stickers on them. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad about it. Me too. I do love a good bookish pin, though. 
enamel pins. I didn't. I really. Those didn't, are very popular. I really didn't. I wasn't really into them, but then uh, I'm like, oh, I kind of love them. Mm-hmm. They're very, like, sort of retro, where you put them on your jean jacket. Yeah. Not that I ever did that, because I think that might have even been before that our time. That was before our time, yeah. But still, like, I want a jean jacket and put, you know, like, <laughs> all these, like, for pins on them. I also love, which I didn't really know were a thing until, like, the bookish community told me so, mm-hmm. book sleeves. Yes. I love them. They're very handy. Can you explain? So it's like a piece of fabric or something, you know, people, it's like a little pocket for your book. Mm-hmm. A little protective pouch. Pouch to keep your book safe mm-hmm. when you're out and about in the world. And you have and you your emergency your book. comfort book. Yeah, you want to take your book with you to any, you know, a doctor's office or the train or wherever you're going. Or a sporting event that you're reluctantly <laughs> attending. That so would I, be me. So I go to stock car races, and the, the one time I went recently, there was this family and that brought the, the like young teenagers, probably like 14-ish, yeah. and they sat down, they looked super interested, and they just pulled out a book, and I was like, yeah, I can relate, relate child. I would bring a book. <laughs> if I were that age, I'd bring a book, too. <laughs> like, yeah, you never know when you're going to need a book, so just... Nice to have one as an emergency in your yeah. in your book sleeve, but then a lot of them like I have a Bridgerton one, that's like a lady whistle down newspaper. I love it. That's from Bookbo, which I they claim to be like the first book sleeve company. Oh really? I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's true. true or not. I don't really know. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have that. I have ones that are sent in a lot of book boxes that I've gotten. That's where I got a majority of them. Because I don't just buy them. They're not ones, like, I don't seek out ones. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But they appear. And it's crazy because yeah. I've never had one. Right. Well, especially you don't read a lot of physical books, though. I don't. So you don't really need one. Right. I would have enjoyed one in high school, though. Yeah. That would have kept those romance books that you were those reading in not class. not a secret. <laughs> a better secret than just trying to hide it while you're reading it. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really like them. And I also, uh, sorry, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Um, I like tapestries. Something <sighs> I didn't really know were a thing either until recently. Yes. Some booky tapestries. Yeah. That take up space on your wall. Like, they're just, I love them. Yes. They're beautiful. I get a, I got a, one from a book box. Um, I think one was from a box called Dreamy & Co. They're like a, the kind of a more stationary kind of. They usually include some bookmarks and, like, prints and stuff. Cute. And a couple other bookish goodies. Yes. I do love book prints. Yes. I just know what to do with them. Right. They have a bunch. What am I going to do? What am I going to do with them? Frame them all and then just have one wall of book prints? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Are there any book things that you want but don't have? When you were like... I think that's super cool. I wish I had one. Like, I would love a book sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never use it. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of these things called book alleys. <gasps> I think I do. Yeah, so people make them. They, they are like a little space in your bookshelf that they're three. Like they're 3D that you can... I don't know how to describe them, but... Mm-hmm. Like, I know one 
book box company. I think they're called Litjoy. I think I don't. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure. But they released uh, uh, a Court of Mist and Fury one. So there was a one of Resand and Feyre in like a Romeo Juliet kind of thing. But it's like 3D and it lit up. Mm-hmm. And it was gorgeous. It's like between two books. It's yeah. It's miniature. Like there's miniature some where scene. it looks like a, like a little fairy garden like in there. So it looks like a fairy garden in your bookshelf. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that would be super cool. That would. But yeah, I don't know where to get one or how much it would cost. How yeah, how much they cost? Because I'm mm-hmm. sure they cost a lot. Yeah, and it's plus fun. it takes up space on your bookshelf, and I'm like, I need space for books because I have too many books. Oh my gosh, that was leading to my next question. <laughs> What's that? Book merchandise. I think things at store book, store books are part of that as well. Oh. You said that there is even a popular bookshelf from ikea that people yeah the freaking billy bookshelves man <laughs> billy bookshelves. they're called the billy bookshelf and you like it's ikea so they're all like super like scandinavian names and yeah. one's just billy i'm like that's kind of weird but that's funny they, yeah they, they're these beautiful tall six shelf bookshelves and like all the online book people have them <laughs> dude they're so nice <laughs> But do you do you have one? No. You don't have one. They're like fifty bucks. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm a cheap person. And the nearest IKEA is literally three hours away. Yeah, um, I know I live in the same town as you. I'm just, I'm telling them. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's okay. Um, oh yeah, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> And shipping is crazy expensive. Yes. And so if I want, because I went to Ikea in May. And at that time I hadn't moved yet. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know I'd have more room for Billy Bookshelves because they wouldn't fit my old apartment because I could touch the ceiling. Yeah. So I could not, they would not fit physically tall. And there was not enough room. Yeah. They were too tall in there. My apartment was the size of a matchbox, so they would not fit. But now I have room for them. Now they're too expensive because I don't want to buy four. That's $200 plus tax to buy new bookshelves. And shipping. <sighs> so it'd be like $200. Life is so hard. But so I have the, they're from Target. Nice. They're annoying because they're only five shelves. Mm-hmm. So like the first, the first three are great, but then the bottom two are bigger and they're weird i don't i'm just I want, weird. I want more shelf i currently have two bookshelves one of them my brother-in-law built for me and it's beautiful it is beautiful and then the other one is one that i restored and it's short and i, I also like love that one too, one too. Mm-hmm. you got good shelves man i do because they're all like solid wood and mm-hmm. all that stuff but mm-hmm. i don't actually have a lot of book storage necessity right so i just wanted to mention bookshelves because yeah. storage is there is a specific uh, that's a hard word there is a specific shelf that people tend to get yes it's a... book merchandise book merchandise <laughs> i think that was kind of it i don't i don't I think, think i had any other um that's all I have oh um we didn't talk about like book boxes in general. Oh yes, because there are a lot. 
Yes, and the only one that I've ever gotten was the unplugged book box. Right. That came a month late. So you understand so, the frustration of yeah, waiting for them. Right, and that was not a good experience right. for my first yeah. book box. My experience, I've had, I subscribed to the quote-unquote main three at, at all in points in time. Owl Crate kind of calls themselves like the original book box they were they were the one that was on my radar that i knew of yes so they kind of i don't know if it's true but they kind of led the way they were the the first the first one and then a lot of people started ones kind of in their image or whatever um they're a canadian company they kind of in my eyes have gone downhill downhill a lot in the recent months and over the past year i think and I unsubscribed a long time ago. And then in the UK, there is two main ones that I know of. And that's Fairy Loot and Illumicrate. Mm-hmm. Which I know of too. Yes. Because I feel like I never stopped talking about them. Because <laughs> they're great. Yeah. And I find them to be um, better quality. They have more exclusive editions. Like they're more special, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Fairy Loot really got the trend in doing painted and sprayed edges. Yes. And I feel like a lot of companies are now trying to catch up to that. Well, Illumicrate has those. Yes. Oh, that's right. I was going to show you. Okay. So one of the things I love that they're doing now is kind of individual special editions and not just ones in the boxes. So they'll do like an upcoming release. They're doing a special edition of that book that they're not going to include in a monthly box or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Or they'll do sequels to ones they've included. So I think that's nice so you can have matching editions because they understand. <laughs> they get it. They get us book people who want matching editions. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so with Illumicrate, I think they're my favorite. I think Illumicrate's my favorite now. But of course, I think they're the most expensive. Um, right. For us in the in the U.S. because they are a U.K. company. So I'll pay it, whatever it takes to get that <laughs> one that's coming out soon. So... Um, yeah, they're doing. Um, I told you the special editions of. Yeah, you came under to the my office. Under, yeah, I did. It. Under the Whispering Door and the House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ. Yes. August 29th, I believe. Yes, it's a Sunday. Whatever that Sunday. Yeah, it's is. a Sunday. Um, so these. Oh, beauties. Those are so funny. Um, they did special editions of the Brown Sisters trilogy by Talia Hibbert. This is something they're doing. They're starting a like a romance subscription box. I think it's like a bi-monthly. It's like an every other month. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it's not as expensive. Well, it is still expensive, but you know, they're not every month. Often. It's every yeah. other month. Uh, so these books only came in paperback, like most um, trade um, traditionally published Rom- romance uh, do. Yes. Um, so these special editions are hardcover, and they are sprayed so edges to, to coincide with the book cover, because each one's a different color. Uh, these, this one, they were supposed to be, they were supposed to be hand, like, signed by the author, but they're digitally signed, hmm. which I still think is all right. Um, Something happened with Talia. I don't know if it happened in her schedule, her schedule or something. But mm-hmm. this one also has a s- exclusive letter, like bound into the book that That's only cool. people who order through Illumicrate get. 
But yeah, they all have these beautiful colored edges. They're and very beautiful. The only like the only hardcover editions of these books, I think. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big fan of that. I. Oh, lovely. Yes, I ordered like a lot of the From Blood and Ash um, series. All the oh, a lot of the companies did special editions of those. Like the Bookish Box did one. That was one I didn't know about until these the special edition came out. But the frustrating part is. I don't know if it's because of COVID or like that Panama Canal catastrophe. Catastrophe. That's um, the word for it. Slowed up a lot of like shipping, obviously, travel and throughout worldwide, the world. Worldwide, yeah. Um, so a lot of stuff has been backlogged and is behind. So like these special editions I'm supposed to get out of this box are supposed to come out in August. July slash August and I still don't have them. And now it says August slash September. So. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of things on back order across yeah. the board. Which I understand, but it's just frustrating. Yeah, that as a I, consumer. I hate waiting for it when it's supposed to be there at a specific time and I'm not getting it and it's very frustrating. Right. It's like I paid for it. Yeah, it I paid sense. for yeah. it. These things yeah. are expensive. Yeah. And I paid for it, and I want it, and I can't get it. Gimme, 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 gimme. Yes, but I, I love getting these special editions. Mm -hmm. I don't love the, like, secondhand market. Like, people selling it to each other. Yeah, and I, I didn't know that existed until you had told me. And it's crazy that some of these exclusive editions sell for hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So I talked about this before, that I collect not like exclusive like well i just want in my collection the paperback you're a book collector. yeah so sarah j mass they redid all the covers for the of court of thorns and roses series and i have the paperback and the hardcover the original ones and i just never got around to ordering the paperback of a court of wings and ruin because i had the, the third book in the series because i had the hardcover and i was like well whatever like i didn't need it because i bought it when it came out so i don't need it but now I want it because I want it to complete my collection. But now it's so expensive because it's out of print. And now I can't get it <laughs> for any reasonable amount of money. It's crazy. These people. And, okay, I'm sorry. I just keep talking about this. They, uh, Luna Crate, did when um, A Court of Mist, no. A Court of Silver Flames came out. Did these exclusive dust jackets. And I was like, well, I don't need them because I'm already getting two copies of the book. And it came with a copy of the book. And I'm like, I don't need it. Yeah. I said no, surprisingly enough. And now I look at them and they're freaking beautiful. Oh, and no. And I didn't get them. And I'm sad about it. And I want them. They're like $400. Oh, my gosh. Like secondhand. Secondhand. Like people buying them and selling them are $400. Oh, my gosh. And to buy them probably would have been like $100. Right. Like, from a woman crate when they came out. Like all of them. Yeah. Oh, that's so disappointing. At least $400. Yes, because people, what people will do is they'll get these subscription boxes or the exclusive box or item or, or whatever it might be. It doesn't even have to be the book itself. Yeah. Stuff out of the boxes. And then they'll piece them out and sell them for more. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yep. Like, that's crazy. I would do that if I got a box and I didn't like the stuff in it. Right. I'm like, well, I'm not going to sell it for an exorbitant amount of money. 
I'm going to make it reasonably priced so I don't have to have it anymore. And someone else can use it. some of your money back. So someone else can have it that wants it. I don't want it. But I'm not trying to make money off of it. Yes, and those people are. It's crazy. The, The market is insane. Especially as more and more of these special editions come out. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Somebody's making money. Yeah, it's not sure me, as heck not but... me either. <laughs> well, there's a copy. I have a copy of the. It's a fairy loot. Um, a kingdom, kingdom of the cursed. Is that what it's called? By Carrie Maniscalco, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote the Stalking Jack the Ripper. Have you heard of that book at all? I have. Um, so she wrote that series, and this is a new series she started. And the exclusive edition came in a fairy loot, and it's it's flipping gorgeous. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it. That book is worth now on the market like two hundred dollars. Jeez. And that's just one book. Yeah. That just I did I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I like the book. Like I haven't read it yet, but I like the way it looks. But I'm yeah. not gonna pay that much money for it. Never. No. Well, like if a special edition came out of the Princess Bride. Listen. And you didn't get. <laughs> is that a, is that a bad example? That is a bad example because <laughs> okay, right. I would pay money for that. <laughs> All right. Okay. I want as many editions of that book as possible because I just think it's so darn neat. (laughs) It is. It's really fun. I like it. Yes. (laughs) It is. Bad example. All right. I mean, no, I wouldn't pay more than $100 for one book. Right. Like, I had to, like, think about it. Like, how much much would I pay? Is my husband going to listen to this episode? He's not. Nah. It doesn't matter. So anyway, it's your money. <laughs> it changed to $200 because I can. <laughs> but like these three books, probably, I think they cost me $100. The Tally Heather books. Yeah. Sorry, no one can see that I'm pointing right. to these books. <laughs> me narrating. So she has picked <laughs> off. <laughs> but that's three exclusive editions. They're like, a, you know, I just, I don't know, that seems worth it to me. But yes. getting. One book for $100. But if there was a really cool edition. Right, but like, and it's unique, and there aren't very many printed. I would lose my mind. It's an exclusive, you know. You know, it's like that meme. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take it. You just making it rain. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would just hand them a wad of money and be like, take it, take it, give me, give me, give me. Yeah, I don't care, just take it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't need to eat. <laughs> I'll just eat scraps. It's fine. So I like, I like the getting these exclusive editions, but I don't know. I just don't get the hype. I guess. Yeah. I just not, other than the FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out of those freaking severe FOMO. dust jackets. That's what's killing me. Everything else. I'm just like, it's not a big deal. Like I like the book, but I'm not going to, Make that big of a deal out of it. <laughs> Except if you're Addie LaRue. I mean, I guess the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. See? <laughs> See? Yeah. Because I did get on a wait list. Because Illumicrate included it in one of their monthly boxes. That special, it's got like black sp- sp- sprayed edges and it's beautiful. And they're, they were too expensive to buy. I was like, nah. And they held a past books sale like a merch sale so you could buy stuff that was in their boxes before and they had a lottery and so you could enter into for a chance to buy this book 
for a chance to buy yeah. it. And so I got picked. And I was like, well, I'm buying it. Oh, but it wasn't $100. It. it wasn't that expensive. No. Even with, you know, the conversion and shipping, it still wasn't that expensive. Right. But if I would have paid someone else that wasn't a Lumicrate for it, I would have spent probably twice as much. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or more. The book market is ludicrous. And people don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It's mm-hmm. just, it trickles down to who's who's getting it. Yeah. Yay. It's a, it's a crazy place. Yeah. People just think we're a bunch of just yeah. nerds who, you know, are just reading in their own little corners. But man, it's, it's intense. Yeah. Yeah. And most of these book box companies have a wait list because it's difficult to get on the list to get a to get any to get to a, get the book to get a subscription yeah, yeah because they're just at capacity mm-hmm. which is insane to think about i have sadly uh canceled all my subscriptions because life is expensive yes i moved into an expensive more expensive apartment and i had to cut expenses somewhere and that was it and you so can't was... eat air <laughs> i guess not oh i could try <laughs> we're burning my books question who needs heat last week did we talk about in in the recording mm-hmm. your chicken fiasco we did yes. it's in the recording yeah okay my question is uh-huh. was the chicken good it was all right it was okay yeah was it worth getting chicken juice in your shoes no <laughs> no 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 mm. oh no yeah <laughs> My story of also my embarrassing traffic moment was, uh... That was in there, too? Yeah. <laughs> I was just curious. Because mm-hmm. I meant to ask you, and then I keep on forgetting. Yeah, no, that so. chicken was not worth it. Oh, no. Like, I like rotisserie chicken. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's just like, eh, I better as well dry because all the juice was on your shoes. Yeah, 100%. And on your pants. All the juice was gone because it was on the ground, in my shoes, <laughs> on my pants. <laughs> Dry chicken. It doesn't have any juice in it. <laughs> oh, Lordy. All right. I think that's probably it. You ready? You're ready to. I mean, I could talk about book merch for ever. Ever. I have so much book merch, dude. It's like sitting here right now. I'm looking at my bookshelf. I can see three bookish can, four bookish candles. But like that one is. Um, it's actually a Stranger Things candle. It's technically not bookish. There is movie de- book books of it. Though. Yeah, technically that's true. <laughs> that one is a Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahirin. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, never mind. Uh, that's also a frustration because that book came out recently in July. The third book in the series, Gods and Monsters. I ordered a special edition through Fairy Loot that's supposed to come out and I don't have it yet. Because of because it's back it's backed up shipping's back duh up okay yeah. um and i don't want to buy another copy of the book yeah so i'm just waiting to read it and i'm, I'm sad about it and then those two are the um red white and royal blue and one last stop candles nice mm-hmm. like i said most of them are in that little tub i'll have to look at them later <laughs> i'll show you sweet all right so that is our book merchandise yeah episode fun let us know what you you know are you a book merch buyer do you have bookmarks do you 
have things that you want right. to get as well. Yeah. Find, you know, their book alleys because they'll sound like fun. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'll show you a picture later. I know. Okay. No, I mean, I love the specific one I was talking about. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. I'll find it's it like for I you. know what they are. I know what they are, Morgan. <laughs> I know that you know, Sophia. I want to show you the one I was specifically talking about. Please do. We want to hear from you. We love interactions. Yes. Yeah. Reach out to us on Instagram, Pages and Pages Pod, and we hope you guys are enjoying our episodes. We're working on it. Yeah, we're having fun. We are having fun. Yeah. This is fun. On top of our busy lives. Yes. This is also a little fun addition to do. Taking taking some time to talk about the thing that we love in life. Ourselves. The thing that makes us happy. No, we don't love ourselves. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I don't love myself. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed. And you have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.